You know, a year ago, I uh, waited for the stragglers, tried to help whoever I could help, tried to let down easy whoever I couldn't, tried to forgive myself for my failings and shortcomings. I hit that submit button, turned in my grades, and I immediately started working on the first Otis Brown podcast. I figured, you know, I'd make a few of them over the summer, and by the fall I'd be back to eating breakfast at Pirate's Lair and playing some honky-tonks with Rooster Jr. and teaching my classes and just get back in it, which it looks like is all going to happen this next August or September. But I didn't have any idea what that year in between was going to bring. And I want to tell you, it was the craziest, most tumultuous, and uh, most difficult time of my life. And uh, I don't think I'm alone in that. And, and you know, that's saying something because I'm not young. I've been through some stuff like the rest of you. But, you know, we had a global pandemic. We had... A horrible wildfire season in Northern California where we were just, you know, we were more than trapped in our houses with smoke. If you live in an old house like we do, we were, we had smoke coming in under the doors. It was unhealthy to live in our house and it was, I don't know, six, eight hour drive to possibly get out of it. You know, at, at the six month anniversary of the podcast, I was reflecting on it and that seems like uh, just yesterday. It really does because things have gone so fast. Our our world and our politics blew up. We got sick. It's taken a long time to come out of it. Started the semester sick, grappling with the the difficulty of teaching on Zoom and and in all of this. I don't want to go down. I don't want to go too much further down the list. Uh, in all of that, I think I more or less managed to deliver a positive podcast. And I tried to embrace and celebrate positivity in my life. And for those of you who know me personally, you know that I don't always lean that way. I think probably people know me well. They're like, oh my Lord. I just listened to this thing and there's no rant. <laughs> there's no screaming. There's no outrage. And I know I've dipped into that a little bit. But um, but I want to say, you know, I, I, I accepted and embraced my mission in a time when uh, so many other people were expressing outrage. I, I embraced the mission of spreading positivity. As you know, if you listen to the podcast, I'm a big fan of John Baptiste, all of the work that he does, and uh, and he always talks about spreading positivity as a part of his art, and and I uh, and I admire that, and I tried to emulate and embrace that, and I feel like I've done a pretty good job. I I hope you agree with me, and and even if I haven't, I want to tell you just like committing to that as a mission of the podcast has really truly helped me get through some of the darkest days of this, some of those times when I 
you know, had a fever a month after I thought I'd recovered from the coronavirus or when I had the, you know, the sixth week of smoke coming in under the door. Um, getting up and making a podcast and knowing that I had to try to, at least try to, shine a bright light on some subject uh, was really, really good for me. So I'm grateful to you for listening and keeping me going through it. It's also interesting too, you're thinking back, like I, I don't I don't feel as though I had a lost year despite um, feeling really disconnected from my students and my teaching and from playing music with friends because I've done a lot of stuff. People who listen to the podcast regularly know that over the summer, I was able to uh, rebuild my boat, my Adirondack guideboat that I built 25 years ago and that had fallen into real disrepair. And despite um, getting delayed in finishing it and not launching it till late because of the fires, on one great day, late in October, I was able to pull that thing through the fog, out through the slough, out on the San Joaquin River past my boat and hear that long horn blast of a ship out on the water. I'm like, yeah, that was a great moment during this time. So last semester I started off sick. I've been in pain, been struggling, but I built what's the most dynamic, responsive, and loudest guitar I've ever built, and I think it's beautiful. I'm super critical of my own creations, and there's some things that I'd rather not point out on it, but I want to tell you that the thing plays in tune up and down the neck. It's honking loud, and uh, you know I'm really grateful to have it. So, you know, I've tried in my life to focus on, um, you know, the things that I have done during this rather than the things I've lost. And I've tried to reflect that in the subjects I took up and the way I presented them in the podcast. And I hope that that's translated for the rest of you, you know, in the, in the experience of listening to it. The podcast continues to grow. <laughs> I've got a you know, I, I just listened to the six-month podcast just to see, you know, what's changed since then. We're now in 37 foreign countries, or 37 countries. They're not foreign countries if you're in them. <laughs> uh, we're in almost every state of the nation. We still got a few stragglers. We're in 330 different cities. So the thing continues to grow. I, I found out recently, too, that I, I don't get statistics from uh, some of the more popular uh, uh, servers, directories, they call them, I guess. Uh, and so I don't know what my statistics are, um, but I keep getting positive response from a lot of you, and that's meaningful to me. I also, you know, it's meaningful to me that I the feedback I get from listeners I know. I mean, I... I recognize that, you know, people in my family 
listen to this and they it means something to them it makes them stay connect feel feel connected to me during this time and i'm grateful for that my pops is going through a little health situation he's had to get some treatment and uh and i know it means something to him to have the podcast to listen to while he's doing that and that's really meaningful to me i had band practice for the first time in a year uh, recently and uh, the guys are listening to it you know a lot of people I know don't don't know what I do they don't I mean my I started this for my students and they know what I do and in fact you know they wanted me to do a podcast because they wanted me to get back to telling them crazy stories about how you know Emerson dug up his wife and grandpa and son and that kind of thing and and I'm happy to oblige them but so many of the people who listen to the podcast who know me, you know, it'd be easier to convince them that I was a professional fly fisherman or a honky-tonk guitar player than it would be to convince them that I uh, am a talker for a living, though they definitely know that I can, can gin up some words, that's for sure. Um, so that's been really meaningful to me. And then, you know, outside of that, it's been so meaningful to me that people around who I don't know find some value in this. It's one thing to have a conversation where you think it's a private conversation. You're like, well, does this, does this meaningful to someone who knows me, somebody I've talked to, somebody who understands the context for these conversations? Yeah, it's another thing for that to translate to a broader audience, and I feel like it has, and that's been just, it's just been amazing. I try to sometimes think about, you know, what it would be to stumble onto this. I'm not saying that I'm, you know, in this, <laughs> in this category, but I mean, when I was younger and I stumbled onto some of the great talkers that I still admire, like Joe Frank, who I've mentioned, and I heard his monologues, or Spalding Gray, um, or, you know, Les Blank, some of those kinds of filmmakers that I, that I, gravitate towards Errol Morris, uh, you know, I thought I'd discovered some sort of magic world. <laughs> and I did, not to be, I don't want to be cynical about it, I, I did discover a magic world, and, and, and I hope, I don't know, I hope there's just some vestige of that where somebody's listening to me and saying like, this stuff is interesting. Anyway, that's what I'm shooting for. I don't know how this is going to change either. I mean, the world is opening up. My world is opening up. I'm doing things again, and I'm going to go back to school next semester. And uh, my, life's, my life's not going to look like it looked in the last year. Um, but I want to find a, a way to keep this going. I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what kind of life am I going to try to live when I come out of this? And uh, I think I've learned some things uh, and, and I've gained some insight into what's important to me in a way that's going to hopefully stick with me after this. I've, I've for instance, you know, decided to take care of myself a little better. I don't know that I've lost any weight, but I've definitely got into better shape. And I had started that before I got the coronavirus, which I, I think really probably helped me pull through it. I, I My wife and I are both, I mean, she, you know, is kind of, a, I would say, 
a bit of a fitness nut. She gets up and goes to CrossFit where they're like, you know, flipping over tractor tires and picking up Volkswagens and swinging around small block Chevy engine blocks and stuff. I call it her exercise cult. But, you know, I've been getting out on the bike, riding it at home, trying to think about what kind of an old man I want to be. Do I want to sit on the front porch and play a banjo and yell at the kids? Well, yeah, I do, you know, but, but I figured I can do that too while still being able to lift my boat over my head and throw it on top of my pickup or, you know, go out sailing and not feel like I can't handle a 30-foot boat anymore. I want to still be able to walk around in the stream up in the mountains. And uh, I want to keep doing the podcast. So I'm going to find a way. I, I might even be able to find a spot at school to do it, and I might even be able to get some help, and, and I, might be able to, <laughs> I might be able to bring a little higher production value to it. I, you know, I recognize that that my podcast is hissy and noisy and not mastered particularly well. You know, but I just, uh, the podcast takes a lot of time and uh, and putting a fine polish on the production is not something I have time to do or really even time to learn. I, I realized pretty quickly when I started doing the podcast on Pro Tools that uh, that me being able to tell the guy at the board what to do <laughs> was not exactly the same thing as me knowing how to do it myself. So I, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, realize that there's something lacking in the production department. I might be able to get some help with that when I go back to school. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is that one of the things that I've learned that I really value is having this as, um, you know, an outlet for my ideas, but maybe more importantly, um, a place for, uh, uh, you know, for a communication with other people that I think is important. It's, uh, it's had me thinking about the kind of writing I might want to do in the future. My dad asked me the other day if I, you know, might use the podcast as a basis for some writing. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess I consider what I'm doing on the podcast, some, you know, some area of public scholarship and, uh, and I'm also probably interested in, in uh, you know, maybe writing more for a more general audience. And the podcast has helped me bring that into focus. Anyway, it's been a, it's been a great experience. And, and it also, it, it's, a, it's, it's interesting thinking about it in terms of, of having a one-year anniversary with it. Because it definitely feels like a year, the the 2020 class uh, of my school just graduated and you know I see all these graduation pictures and communicating with students and I and and there's some part of my mind that sees those students and still imagines they're at school and imagines that I'm going to go back to them but they graduated a year ago and they're moving on and just sort of seeing them, uh, you know, come back a year later to be able to celebrate their graduation really, uh, really forced me to decide whether I was going to regard this as a lost year or as a gained year. And in the spirit of trying to spread positivity and to, and to not let negative thinking colonize my mind, 
I've decided to think of it as a gained year rather than a lost year. And it's really interesting too, going back and communicating with some of those students because so many of them have moved on in, in really positive ways. So many of them have started teaching jobs. So many of them have, have started graduate programs. So many of them have, uh, have continued moving in the direction of their dreams. And that's beautiful to me. And, uh, you know, I'm always, whether they know it or not, because I'm kind of an old grouch, uh, but I'm always inspired by these students and I'm always inspired by their ambition. I, they, you know, force me to want to keep going. I'm like, oh, I've got to keep up with these kids, you know. And, uh, and when I watch them embrace life as it opens up to them, I'm inspired to try to do the same thing. You know, I often think about what I would have gained and what it would have cost me to have a different type of life, you know, if I'd have lived the life of a craftsman, which would have been very satisfying to me, obviously, in some ways. And and uh, anyone who's even followed the podcast a little bit knows that I you know, love to make beautiful things, and particularly out of wood and and obviously that's a, a direction I could have gone professionally and that might have been, you know, in some ways that would have been very satisfying. But I think what that would have cost me was that renewal that I truly do get from my students. And I'm so grateful to them for that. And I'm so inspired by them moving forward. And, and I guess, you know, I'm talking about this so much because they're so wrapped up for me in terms of the podcast. I, I, I just kind of feel like, you know, the podcast is the conversation I continue to have with my students after they're no longer my students. And um, anyone else who's interested is welcome and included in that. But I, I still kind of imagine, uh, you know, those folks when I do this thing. Anyway, friends, uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm just incredibly grateful. It's really kind of hard to believe, looking back, that I've just done this for a year and haven't ma- missed an episode, and I've just kept churning along and, and doing them and hitting my deadline, uh, even though it's totally self-imposed. And uh, I'm so grateful for everyone who listens and, and makes me... Uh, you know, understand that this is meaningful to somebody and that I, uh, and that I, I won't say I have an obligation to them, to you, but I, I will say that I want to provide something for you if you want it. And, and it's just, it's a, I don't know, it's a, it's a wonderful codependent, <laughs> but healthy relationship, I guess. So anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe. You know, tell your friends. If you think people enjoy this thing, turn them on to the podcast. I, I, I know this is happening because I'll get little pockets. Like my, my, uh, my city that's most, that where I get the most listens now is West Sacramento, California. I don't, I'm not sure how that happened. I mean, it's not surprising it's in Northern California where I am, but they'll, they'll be little pockets where somebody will listen in. You know, somebody will listen in Kansas City and then I'll get a few listens and someone will listen in Manhattan and it'll spread out around there and somebody will listen in, in, you know, in Michigan and wherever, you know. And so uh, 
I, I can see that it works like that, and, and that's awesome. So, you know, keep that up. I appreciate it. Um, I'll be back next week with another podcast. We're going to keep this thing going. So thank you for a great year. Looking forward to another one. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to continue to try to make this thing better and try to, and try to, you know, keep it going in every way that I can. So thanks. That's it. Be kind to each other. I'll see you soon.